I'm Robin. This is the Honest Truth Podcast, number 17, and we are talking about women in construction and our experience with that. Anytime. Anytime. Oh, all right. All right. Well, I'm Robin Reichert with Venn Construction. I'm a project manager, and this is episode number 17 of the Honest Truth podcast. Why don't you two introduce yourselves? I am Samantha Macias, and I'm assistant project manager with Venn Construction. And I'm Brianna Shockey. I'm our pre-construction coordinator. All right, so we're celebrating Women in Construction Week. There's, uh, there's actually four of us in the office, but only three of us able to be in here today. Um, did, I did not come from a pure construction background. Did either of you? I did, yes. Okay, so tell us about <coughs> your... I um, actually started in um, residential, residential construction in a drywall and stucco paint company back in um, 2003. And then from there, I gradually um, moved up to a con- um, commercial um, HVC and plumbing subcontractor. And I was with them for the longest time, and then I came into the GC side. And then so, you've been with Ben for how long? Ben for uh, five years. Okay. So I've been in construction a total of 20 years. Damn. So Yeah. It's yeah. a long time. But, Awesome. Um, Vin is my first construction experience, so I'm just under two years here. Okay, cool. How did you, what was the the shift you made? What did you come from? Um, I came from fitness and sales background. So I was um, working at the gym downstairs as uh, the assistant general manager and a personal trainer and uh, knew the guys that worked in the office and they're starting to look for someone to fill a position. Here I am. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've actually been in construction, I think, longer than me. I started back in 2007, and I had been helping out a company that was a friend of a family, and it was a paint contractor. And then I got hired by a project coordinator who needed help when we had the uh, downturn in 2008. And then I started... Um, I was actually laying off people in uh, a self-perform at White's Construction. And um, and then their business picked up, and they're like, hey, can you project coordinate? And I was like, well, I don't know what any of that means, <laughs> but I can do paperwork. Mm-hmm. So it was more like always working my way through the administrative side. And then when I, I left White's and I came over to what was RJM, now then, and uh, worked as a PE and then APM, and then I left for a while as an owner's rep for the school district and then came back this last year. So enjoying working as a uh, project manager and running some, some jobs and everything. Do you have any horror stories about being a woman in construction? Like, what do you think, what's been the worst experience you've had as a woman? Because you know, we definitely have challenges, I think. Mm-hmm. We do. Um, that's a tough one. I'd have to, 
Yeah, to think back. That. Yeah, yeah. Add a little bit and think back. Do you yeah. have any? I don't. I think that the thing that I notice is uh, going to like site visits and owner meetings and things like that is just being acknowledged less than the men in the room mm-hmm. immediately it's the handshake for the guys and then they just start the conversation and i'm like oh hey i'm brie yeah. nice to meet you <laughs> i'm also here to walk the project and get some information yeah and just sort of asserting myself a little bit more in the room and making sure that they you know include me they know you're there to work and not just take notes yep yeah yeah i think i think that's one thing as a woman is like we're always trying to establish ourselves since I didn't come from I just came from a business background you know it was always like learning on the job trying to make sure it's like yes I'm here to be part of it I'm not just bringing your coffee I'm mm-hmm. not just doing all the meeting minutes you know I want to I want to actually run things and do things and I think that's always been one is you know trying not to feel like an imposter because it's like oh I didn't come from ASU from the construction management program Mm-hmm. So there's that aspect. And then also to just deal with men in construction, I guess, to, to you know, to stake your claim on uh, <laughs> I'm doing the work, I'm getting it done. But yeah, I mean, I haven't had a ton of like horrible issues. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool because like our Mercy Project, you know, the project manager from the owner's side is a woman, the project manager from the um, tenant side is also a woman and so you know we have a it's like a yeah a strong women's team which you're starting to see that more and more mm-hmm. but like when I first started it was hardly any so there's yeah. definitely that but I don't know so we are doing a lot of stuff with like ASU and NAU is there anything that you guys think you would tell those female students about what to expect as being a woman in construction things to watch out for or um probably just you have to um give a little bit harder I guess just put in a little bit more extra time and on items that if you don't fully understand you need to go ask questions and kind of like focus a lot more on stuff than men because sometimes men kind of like understand a lot and men have first field they're out in the field a lot too. A lot of the guys go out in the field, come back in the office here and there, in in construction zones. You know, they go in as start as a soup, and sometimes come in as a PM stuff. So they have all that pre knowledge on stuff, and a lot of women don't. And so I think you got to work a little bit harder at things to try to like say this is this is what I want to do, and um, I can do it too, just like men can. You know. Yeah, Yeah, getting a little bit more like extra familiarity with the project and the scope and making sure that you truly understand so that you can not just understand it and and perform your job, but also make it known that Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was thinking women have an advantage. We were talking about this a little bit earlier that um, typically, and of course now a lot of this is broad stroke stereotypical type stuff, but women tend to be a little bit more detail oriented Mm -hmm. and um there's you know we have sheets and sheets of details and (laughs) and all of that so i think we have an advantage because of our our natural um and instinct to like pay attention to all of those items Mm -hmm. and to be able to pull that knowledge in the conversations in the meetings or out in the field or ask 
you know, asking the subs, hey, did you see that detail? You know, not just look at this plan, you've got to look at all these other things. So that's one thing that I've noticed that it's, that I've been able to read plans, even though I'm mostly self-taught on that, but to read them and remember those details that sometimes I've found that sometimes are supers or the guys running the field, the other foremen for the trades, you know, they haven't always picked up on that stuff. Like it's overlooked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they get to it when it's like right about to get installed and they're like, oh, how is that going to happen? <laughs> and you're like, well, it showed you on that detail. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was one thing that I was thinking like women definitely can have an upper hand on, you know, some of that detail work. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite part of the job? I guess my favorite part of the job would be the relationships you build with um, the subcontractors, you know, someone you've used for years and you've grown relationships with, um, either their PMs or some people out in the field as well. And the relationships you go build with our soups as well, because we work with them like daily. And sometimes you talk to them, what feels like almost every other hour sometimes mm-hmm. on certain projects and you just you get, you know, the familiarity and the comfortableness of your job and them and you know if you especially if you have good relationships with them too you work a lot better and open communication and that's my um that's what I like best I guess Mm -hmm. I I think for me because I am still so new to the industry my favorite part is just learning like learning about each different project as it comes across our desk um you know we I'm on the pre-construction side of things, so I see a lot of different plan sets at a lot of different stages in the project, you know, from just a pricing plan to full sets of construction documents and a lot of different levels of details. Um, And it's like every project, I'm like, oh, okay, I understand how the system works within this system now and and getting more acquainted with um, the things to look out for, the things that need to be aware of while we're pricing out um, projects and things that we need to let you guys know as we do get closer to project handoff uh, as to any any scope gaps and, and things of that nature, just getting better educated. Mm-hmm. Now, are you finding that you love pre-con or are you also like, oh, I might like to try ops sometime? Um, I don't know yet. I think that, I think I'd be interested to um, to see a little bit more about what your day-to-day like your guys day-to-day is because I know it obviously varies a lot from what I do um it'd be I think interesting to have like a a day in your in the life with like the operation side to see sort of what what you're doing as you're managing your multiple projects at different stages and and how that communication with the the ownership group and the clients and the subcontractors what that really looks like so I don't know well, you know, we're starting to do some more cross training and everything, so maybe you will do some shadowing and yeah. get to get in the trenches. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one thing that I like about um, working here. Sometimes we get the opportunity, even though project manager, assistant project manager, to actually cover the field and the job site, and you know, sometimes that's great and sometimes it's, <laughs> it's dirty, but. Um, I think also I agree with you. Relationships, part of the best part of construction is definitely all the relationships you get to make. Mm-hmm. I get I get juiced up solving problems. Mm-hmm. A lot of the upside is 
solving the problems, trying to keep everything running. Mm -hmm. I mean, in an ideal, perfect situation, we'd have everything lined up. Everybody would just do their job perfectly. The drawings would be perfect. The subs would show up. <laughs> yeah, uh, just truly enjoy the different relationships with the different people. Um, it's 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 fun. I mean, I guess that's what I would tell upcoming women who want who have interest in it. Right? Mm -hmm. It's definitely hard work. Um, you know, we're we work a lot of hours. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was going to see if it's going to start again, because I'm sure it is. But, you know, we work a lot of hours. We have to deal with a lot of conflict. Um, but then there's also, like, the adrenaline that comes from solving the problems and making things line up. And so that's what I like best about it. So for you, the pro like problem solving is probably one of your favorite parts of the job, is to be able to to feel like you accomplished that and you manage the different relationships and everybody that's at play. Yeah, I, I love that. Um, I, my second favorite is being able to drive around the valley and show my son things that we've built. I think that's cool. You know, the, the, the thing about construction is you have something tangible that you can see like, hey, we did that, I was part of that. Now, you know, for... Um, <laughs> you know, PEs and APMs and project managers, sometimes the last things that we do are look at all the problems with the jobs. So the punch list, right? You're walking around, fix that, fix this. And sometimes you walk away with a bad taste in your mouth because all you can see is, oh, we, you know, that detail needs fixed or that paint needs done or it takes on, you know, you have to get those f things finished. But a year or so down the road, you can be like, oh, yeah, I built that building. Oh, I did, like, three suites in that office. Oh, that's, you know, I think I've, I've enjoyed that um, a lot over the years. Do you have a favorite project that you've worked on, like a finished project or something that you look back at and say, I love it? Uh, I think we did, uh, Kevin and I did a free arts project in uh, downtown, somewhat downtown Phoenix, almost going downtown Phoenix. That was pretty cool. That was kind of fun and cool. And were you here for the pre-art mm -mm. okay. Yeah, I've seen what? the photos from the project, right. but I, it was before my time here. Okay. What made it different? It was just, it was for the community. They had like kids go there for like after school and then they had kids go there that were in kind of like, um, like abuse situation. I don't know yeah. full abuse, but um, just some type of help and stuff for kids. And they had little projects for them to, to do. And it was b b based around kids and stuff. So it was it was kind of fun. And it was aimed towards that. And the building was kind of funky and cool with d different type of um, finishes and stuff. So it was mm -hmm. kind of fun. Do you have a favorite project you've estimated? Mm. I don't think so. I think it is kind of interesting that from the pre-construction side we do see uh I don't know if I should continue to talk <laughs> um from the pre-construction side it is interesting because we get to see um projects at different stages and whether or not they actually come to fruition we don't necessarily know at the time that we're pricing them out um, so, you know, right now we're looking at some preliminary um, pr 
pricing that may, you know, we might be building a new hockey rink. Like we might get the opportunity to to do some um, kind of specialty projects that Mm -hmm. we have experience with in the past. So from a project management standpoint, the projects will probably run fairly smoothly because we now have that project type. Um, And we now have historical pricing as well that we can kind of compare and make sure that we are picking up, you know, potential scope gaps, things that aren't detailed out right now. Um, So I think that's kind of cool is is to be able to even just go back into the project files and see, oh yeah, when we priced this project in 2018, this is what the pricing looked like. And now obviously 2023, prices are varying a lot. So it's, you know, just really interesting to see, um, see the differences in in the industry, I guess, in such a short period of time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't have a I don't have a project that's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Well, we did the remodel of the uh, the ice den down in Chandler, mm. and so that was pretty neat. That was the first time I'd, I'd done anything like that, and like we had we actually like had a big. I have a picture of myself on top of a snow mound from the, all the ice that we had pulled off from the previous. And, and so that was a pretty cool remodel. Cool. Um, <laughs> but then the concrete pour with that is, uh, is pretty interesting because you have all these concrete trucks and they've, it's got to be one continuous pour and it, it's got to be smooth and you got to put plastic over it and for the cure because it's, it's got to be like monolithic. So mm-hmm. there's can't be the seams and joints that you have in the normal concrete pours. So I enjoyed that. <laughs> Should I say that again? <laughs> um, what's up? Typical men. Yeah, I know. Men screen everything up. <laughs> Make sure you put that on the uh, the YouTube. <laughs> um, so have you seen? Any changes, Sam? Do you, have you seen? Um, do you think you've seen more women enter construction? Do you feel like you've been seeing that happen? <clears throat> I've seen more since I, I've started. Of course, it's mm-hmm. it's gained a lot more women since I started. So that's really it's it's cool. It's great. Um, I don't know. There's still I don't see maybe being out being out in the field while we cover the soups and stuff i've seen some more women in the sub trades mm-hmm. which that's kind of cool i haven't i haven't seen that so i've seen some painters and electricians and um so that's that's d- d- different and that's great um i just don't i haven't seen i can't say that um any women superintendents though i haven't seen that really come through i mean what what we cover and stuff you know mm-hmm. we can't call ourselves superintendent but that happened. I haven't seen anything like that come through, which that would be kind of cool to either see or somebody want to do that. I don't know. That's a whole nother game out there, out being out in the field all day long. And but that's what the guys say when in that in the office all day long. How can the guys, you know, how can you be behind a desk all day long? And mm-hmm. it's just everybody has their own niches that they like and don't like, you know. So, but. Yeah, most of them don't want to deal with the money. They just want to build stuff, right, yeah. and they don't want to think about <laughs> fight with the uh, <clears throat> fight with the people in the office. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I I think in general construction just needs. I mean, I know it's women in construction week, but I think construction just needs more people in general. It doesn't mm-hmm. 
men, women, we, I mean, we're so short-staffed on all of the, the labor market mm-hmm. that there's, I mean, obviously, you know, people running multiple projects of trades being all over the place. You know, my wife, who is an electrician, and she's been going through the apprentice program, so that's been interesting to watch from that, from her perspective, perspective, um, because every time she gets to a job site, she has to uh, basically prove to everybody that she can do the work. And um, and then when she does, then they're like, a, she's the go-to person because <laughs> she knows how to do the lighting control. She knows how to, you know, work the fine details and clean, do the job mm-hmm. the way that it needs to be done and to read the prints and all of that. So, but always has to like start over with every new GC or foreman, you know, that yes, I'm actually out here to do work and mm-hmm. not just sweep up. So that's <laughs> been, <laughs> that's been interesting, but it's a conversation that we have because all of the trades need more people just in general, good quality labor. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's one of the things that I think is kind of missing in, in today's, even our, our education, um, like the high school students, to let them know that the trades are definitely a great place to be, or, you know, construction in general. It's not, I think at one point in time, it got looked down on as a, as a career, and mm-hmm. we need to figure out how to change that. How to get them back in, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been the Honest Truth Podcast number 17 (laughs) with some construction noise in the background.